0: Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Maiden and Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So I just want to say good morning, good afternoon, and good weekend. I know that this is going to be a series when you start talking about the mindset and money makeover that people are going to have to go back and listen to over and over. So we've been doing a lot of reviewing, and we did the review of the mindset, and then we did the review of the money, and then now we're going to revamp Uh, We revamped our mindset, but we got to now revamp our money. And this is the thing, is that if you don't work on the mindset, the money will be a roller coaster for you. I want us to really understand that the mind can play tricks on you, especially with so many influences of the world. There's so many things that the world, the media, what we see in social media, that says that's totally opposite of what the Bible tells us. And so what we want to do is really get an understanding, and that's something I didn't always have, and I'm always working on it every day, and I encourage you for this. And that's why our scriptures today is out of Romans 12 and 2, as well as Philippians 2, 3 through 4. This is going to help you revamp your whole money story and position you for not only securing a bag, but building lasting wealth, not only for yourself, but for others too. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you, we honor you today because today is the day you made we're glad. My choice, we're here in the land of the living. My Lord, we've been saying this so many episodes and It never gets old. On today, we're asking you, as we're giving you the highest praise of hallelujah, for you to have your helper help us with our mind so that we can know the best use of money. So we can use these resources here on earth to build your kingdom. We're grateful, dear Lord, for all that you have done for us. And many a times we just want you to do more and more and more without first saying thank you or giving you the attitude of gratitude. So we want to take the time to just thank you for all that you've doing, all that you've done. And even the trials and tribulations that you've allowed us to go through so we could have a better view of you to do these great exploits in your name, not our own. Let us be careful and be mindful to acknowledge you in all of our ways. As we've been courageous enough to cut off the things that do not belong in this next level, and we're courageous enough to go forward, we know that there are going to be some losses. We know there are even going to be some pain and even pressure. But we also know that you've built us for this. We want this word and we want this lesson not only to fall on deaf ears, but for those who have these ears to hear, let them also do what is necessary. We're thanking you and we honor you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, good people. Good morning. I just want to hop right on into Romans 12 and 2 because before we go into revamping our money story and the reason why we're calling it not just money, it's a story because it's going to be perpetual. And you got to remind yourself daily of what are your beliefs around money so that you absolutely know that you're walking in abundance. So Romans 12 and 2 tell us And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of the Lord. Every day we are supposed to be building our life and our business in a kingdom mindset. And so... I got to hop right on into Philippians 2, 3 through 4, and I want to put a pen there so I can go back over. I don't take it for granted that everyone reads the stories or the posts that I have been making to you um, in the mornings, but I want you to know that this was the game changer for my money story, and it says, let nothing be done through selfish ambition, or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out, not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Now, when I started building my business on these principles, things changed. They didn't change immediately, and I believe I know the reason why, because immediately when I first started reading the Bible every day, which now has been well over, I mean, my son, uh, Saban is 25, so maybe 26, and by the time, uh, 26 years, and so you could say, By the time I was 23, which is by the time I had Joanna, I actually started doing what I was reading. At first, I thought the Bible was something like, okay, it says basic instructions before leaving earth. So I'm like, okay, if I do what they say, I'm going to get what it says. But I wasn't doing it in the right spirit. I was taking the instructions almost like you're reading the recipe off of a cake box and it wasn't working I had to change my heart along with what I was doing and so I shared on my last episode about our 23 year anniversary for me, birthday for my twins and Joanne is the living testament of that but Losing that third baby gave me a whole different heart set towards what I was doing. So when we start talking about our money story, I do know what it's like to wake up wondering where the money is going to come from. And the crazy thing is, it wasn't that I did not have money. I was earning income. My bills were paid on time. And I would hear conversations of people, even in network marketing, once they still start earning money, they start their their energy changes into a level of anxiety, and you can see that it's about them. It's not really about who they're serving. And then this is something that you just cannot fake. You can't do fake moves on God who knows everything. So literally back then, I thought that I could just work myself into oblivion. It still never seemed like there was ever enough. I was very pleasant to my clients. I definitely, you know, would take on as many people as possible. I would work from sun up to sun down. It was all about the grind. And it definitely was an honest living. So it wasn't like I felt like guilty, but I just didn't get how the kingdom system worked. I didn't get, I didn't understand how would God now start releasing all of this abundance toward me. Sun up to sundown. Sometime I'll start at 6 a.m., leave work at 10 p.m., and I will just say, I'm just doing what I got to do. Now, I know many people would even leave their job and even come into this business, and even if they work hard, they might hit a title, but then now something just does not feel satisfied. Something still feels like it's missing. And so we want to revamp the money story, and then I want to tell you about how what you do with money, how it will help more of it come toward you, and I just hope this helps. When I say I see some people doing it wrong, some people don't like me to say that, but I got to say it because I know because I was doing it wrong before, too. And so I'm like, why would I sit back and watch people suffer or run into a brick wall when I know that's exactly what's going to happen? At least I can give the warning. I began to understand that the spirit in which you do something in makes the difference of how long it's going to last. I literally began to even change my business model as to even how I operated in the salon, that it was about the experience for the other person. I became a servant. So it didn't take like overnight that all this money started just abounding toward me, but I began to get more fulfillment. I felt better about what I was doing every day. So I did it in a whole different spirit, and yes, I started getting. You know, I didn't realize it back then, but I started realizing uh, now. I can realize and go back and and see why my clients at Christmas time, clients started giving me hundred dollar tips. Uh, they started giving me all sorts of other things. And I was like, oh, "Wow, what I did deserve this? It was all about how I made them feel. So it was easy." for them to exchange money with me. I didn't understand what I was doing. I just did what Philippians 2, 3 through 4 did. I made what I was doing every day, not to think that it was all about me. I made it all about them. And so later on, I took that into other areas. When I started earning income, I started now sewing into the lives of others, started sewing into church, and I also started making more investments. I was one of those in the beginning, I would just only hold my money in the bank. I didn't even understand the power of compounding, and I didn't understand that I should also be getting money for anyone holding my money. I did not understand that I needed to have seven, yeah, eight strips of income like what we discussed in the book of Ecclesiastes. I didn't understand that. I was actually afraid because I was still operating off of a scarcity mindset. When I saw the money accumulating, at first I would only do things that make me feel better because there were voids. Now, I'm not saying anything wrong about people who want to buy cars, purses, whatever, because I have all of those. But I just changed my priorities. It just came after I took care of some other thing, not before. And when I realized that God is a God of order, and if you now follow that order, if it's faith and in family, then I now started now saying, okay, if I believe God, I'm going to sow into what he's trying to do here on earth. And I started sowing into the kingdom. If I'm saying that it's, say, God says it's about the family, I started doing things like making sure I had adequate insurance for my family if something happened to me. Then I started now adding other streams. I started realizing, oh, wow, in the salon, I began to sell products that the people could take home with them. But by this time, I had people working in the salon with me, and I began to understand, like, wait a minute. If their clients are going to purchase, they should get something, too, because they're the reason why their clients walked in the door. So I began to share money. My client, my, my uh, stylist in the salon, they were booth runners. But I still started buying them gifts at holidays and giving them things at Christmas time, giving them envelopes and stuff. And money started just flowing. And then now I stopped even worrying about money and started more enjoying the opportunity to be with others and do something to make other people feel good. Now, later on, I go and I start to really do some personal development and investing in myself in that area. And I began to hear them talk about this thing called add value before you expect people to give dollars. And I was like, well, add value? Yeah, whatever you got. Like, well, what do I have? Still in a scarcity mindset, you're searching, like, what do I have to give? Or what am I willing to give at no cost? for someone to want to invest with me. I didn't say spend money with me. Again, Philippians 2, 3 through 4, I need to make sure that when they now trust me enough to exchange their dollars with me, that they're getting something for it, that they're going to get value. I'm going to over-deliver. The money story changed once I changed what I thought about money and, more importantly, what I thought about people. When I began to think about how was I adding to their life first versus the reverse, and I practiced that, I no longer am and stop being anxious around money. Money really doesn't like that kind of energy, you know. If you notice, anytime that there is like bad energy around money, money leaves. What do I mean by that? You want to have as much harmony around money as possible.
1: When I start seeing
0: people acting a little cray-cray, I go to other direction because I already know. That money is about to go down, and I'm not going down with them because they don't understand. If you are in an organization and then it starts being all this crazy stuff, then now all of a sudden people don't want to do, people leave. They don't want to spend money. They don't want to invest money anymore. Or even in a household, if you notice that when if people are at odds and then whatever now end up being divorced, money goes too. So I began to understand the energy that money needed, and it needed where, hey, think about the other person first, and God is going to deliver all you need. Now, if you're like, okay, I'm not really getting this, I want you to go back and I want you to read even the story of Abraham and Lot for those who don't know, the father of faith. The father of faith. You want to go back and read that story of Abraham and Lot, and when now it started being where they arguing in the camp, Abraham told his cousin Lot, who God never told him to bring him with him to his next level, He said, look, we got to go our separate ways, and I'm going to let you take what you want to take. And Lot took what he thought was the most, even forgetting that it was Abraham who put him on in the first place. Lot went on, and I'm going to let you read the story, but it was just a hot mess. What I began to understand around the money story, you do first what's good for the other person, God is always going to make sure it works out great for you. When you revamp the money story, money, when you start saying money coming to me now, I bet you I heard I had an affirmation and I started telling people, say money coming to me now, they're just saying out of their mouth, but their heart is not believing it, and then they're not practicing what God tells us to practice along the way. And you say, well, how do you know? I watch a lot of people's social media, and I'm not seeing the value. I'm not seeing them giving. All I'm seeing them doing is asking. I have, this happened, hit my link. This happened, DM me. And I'm like, well, what did you give before you were trying to get? Believe it or not, that's the same habit that they're operating through out their business. They're looking for only what is the upline giving versus what are they giving? They're looking all about whatever I can get. Free, once it stopped being free, I don't want it anymore. Once it stopped being easy, I don't want it anymore. And what I began to understand is that the word of the Lord said, faith without works is dead. And so your money story is going to be where you're going to have to do what they call front loading. This is creating the foundation. Many people, they're looking at someone else's, for me, about chapter 26 or 27. You're looking at chapter 27 and comparing it to your chapter one or two. What I'm sharing with you is it should not take you 23, 24, 25 years because I'm making it simple for you. But everyone will still have to put in their foundation. Front loading means you got to put in more in the beginning and then after you now begin to use the principles we begin to talk about with money, with compounding, and you're continuously adding value, and you don't get amnesia as to how you got where you got to, because we all start off good. Then we get to a certain place, we forget it because we get to a place where we feel satiated or we feel we, we've arrived, we have enough, and then we forget that. That's the dangerous Spot. It's is to believe that there's no more to be learned, or you don't have to keep practicing what you did learn. And so the money story is perpetual. We're creating it every day, and many people are not aware of their selfish ambitions. And even when someone calls it out, some people get mad. Now, I call it out, and people, they'll realize they might turn around and be 50 or 60 or maybe 70 and think about me on things that I called out, and maybe at the moment they weren't ready. But I know that relationships are for a season, reason, lifetime. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't know how long we're going to be around each other, so I better tell you now because the fact that I know I'm responsible. But this is what I want us to do. I want us to take a look at the money story. Do we feel that there's more than enough for everyone? Or is it only for a limited time? That would help you collaborate more. I was reading an article saying on They mentioned something about how Japanese women stay looking younger and they said skinny. And I was like, oh, let me read that, child. And obviously they do some things, like they drink green tea, they do fermented food, all these things. But one thing that stuck out to me is it said that they believe in doing things as groups. It says that they believe and they wake up daily to build their community together. And they share with one another. And I said, wow. The Japanese get it, but the Bible didn't said it. Totally opposite of the money story that we see daily and that we do. And network marketing is the opportunity to operate like that where you can leverage the talents and the gifts of others and not go off into silos as soon as you think you got it. Come back and contribute as you renew your mind daily. Always looking for what you can give already knowing that God is going to give you your share. Being consistent Front loading with the foundation, I tell you so often. People like how many I talk to a bunch of people like it's the biggest brick laid on your shoulder. If you're going out to help people, you tired that quick, really? Because it really wasn't about esteeming the other people. It really wasn't about bringing the value. It was just about paying the bill. And God has already set up the system that is locked down for that. And then now if you operate off of the world system and you now get a little taste of it, it's an imitation. That's why it goes away. It comes and goes because it's an imitation. you got to remember that Lucifer was... Put out of heaven because he wanted to be God. He wanted to imitate God. So you got to know that the world is trying to imitate the kingdom so it looks like it's real. But if you're not operating off of what the word exactly says, in your heart, forget about what people see. Your money story is going to be a roller coaster. Let's revamp the money story. Number one, there's more than enough for everyone on the planet. It's just about how we distribute the education and the resources. Number two, if you are going to be an investor, that means that you sow, that now you can reap. Stop looking to reap before you sow. The word gave it in a particular order. Number three, start esteeming other people higher than you. Think about who might be in a bad situation and how you can bring solutions and add value. This is how people become wealthy in the world. You might say they're evil, but they found a problem that they solved. They were not the problem. People who always whine And want to always focus on the problem The wealth is going the other direction Believe it or not Even people with problems Don't want to stay around people with problems Too long They definitely don't want to give money to people Who look like all they have is problems And no solution So you want to remember That problems Make paper Go away. And then now when the money do come to you, you want to diversify. On the next episode, I'm going to break down the seven streams that wealthy people have or how you can diversify even if you have two or three or four Until you get to that, there's a reason behind it. Because the more streams you have, the less anxious you are that you're going to lose. Because now you have now started operating in the system of God on how you always can and will win. You see, people that... Hang around me when they see things going crazy. I say, never mind them. I know how this going to go down. Because when you don't see the principles, it's like building a house on sand. And so I don't want the money story to be revamped for you. I'm not telling you what I thought, and I'm not only telling you, I read it, but I did it. And let me correct you, I do it. I want us to go to Power Moves Group, tell me what you got from this. We have something special for somebody who really, really is getting this, where I can see a transformation happening from the time you heard the first episode to now in revamping your money story. I want to just let you know you're on the right track. Love you. God bless you.